0: Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey everybody, this is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Yes, so good to be with you. So glad you are here with me and my special guest, who I'll introduce to you in just a minute. Yes, Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, my podcast, which I just looked up and I didn't even realize I started almost five years ago. I started it at the beginning of 2018. And as I record this today, it is towards the end of 2022. So in just a few weeks or a month or so from now, I'll be able to say five years, we've been in business as Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, that makes me very, very happy. Speaking of happiness, I hope you are all, whoever's listening, watching, happy, healthy, safe, and sound. That's first and foremost of importance. I want to thank you for listening and watching. And shout out to Podbean, where I host my podcast, but it is available to you listening wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And I hope Mine is one of your favorite podcasts, but you know, I record it on video like we're doing today. And I put it up on YouTube and and share it on social media in all kinds of places and in all kinds of ways. Hey, so now it is time to introduce my very, very special guest. I'm so excited. Her name is Chris Bryant. Her company is Crush It with Chris. And she'll tell you all about that in just a minute or so. Chris has been real generous with their time with me lately thank you chris (laughs) really you've been so so awesome sharing your wealth of knowledge in two of my classrooms i i think and and now today on the podcast and we're talking about doing even more work together collabs going forward in 2023 but chris is a social media strategist a user-generated content creator public speaker and i think a tiktok superstar Hey, Chris, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. How are you doing today, Bob?
0: Thanks for asking, Chris. I'm doing well so far, so good. Um, Today, as we both discussed before we hit record, there is a storm going on out here in the Boston area today. It's Friday, December 23, as we record this in the afternoon. And it's unseasonably warm very windy, very rainy, and expected temperatures are to plummet tonight. So a little bit of a storm going on here in Sudbury and and where you are, right, Chris?
1: Yes, yes. It's been raining nonstop all day. The power went out a few times, but it's back on. So yeah, crazy weather.
0: I hope that power stays on while we record at the very least, but but I hope it stays on (laughs) throughout the storm for you and everybody else. Uh, That wouldn't be fun for any of us to lose power um Chris we talked a little bit offline and and I I told you what's coming (laughs) and our audience is going to like what's coming and that's our conversation but a lot of it you talking not me talking I want to just listen and and prompt you to to share all of your knowledge and expertise which is is a wealth of knowledge and expertise with our audience today I always start out by asking my guest to just it's an open-ended question you can take this in any direction but it's about your journey your professional personal journey if you will up until this point what what has gotten you this far in life chris
1: (laughs) sure so as far as my professional journey i went to northeastern for school and that's why i thought it was so great that You we happened to connect and you asked me to speak there and for me to go back and speak to the students about social media marketing was amazing. But after school, I got into sales and I did a variety of different sales jobs from door-to-door sales. I went literally door-to-door selling cable, internet, and phone. I did software sales, hiring sales, recruiting sales. And um, I found that I wasn't fulfilled in the jobs that I was doing. There was always something missing. And on the side, while I was doing uh, my most recent sales job, I started growing my social media following, learning about things like Facebook advertising and helping small business owners use Facebook ads to market and promote their businesses. I learned a lot about Instagram on the side. And then TikTok came along. So I started really leveraging and taking advantage of short form video and just really learning what it takes to create videos that convert and take um, and really make people take action. So um, once I really started to grow my own personal brand and have some opportunities come in, that is when I decided to just leave the corporate world. And it was scary, but I knew that I had a different path that I wanted to go down for myself. And that pretty much brings me to where I'm at now, where I help content creators and entrepreneurs use social media to tell their own unique story, build their own personal brand. And I do the same thing as well, along with educating people and showing people how to use social media and various different types of tools to um, get their message out there, and to also monetize their business on social media.
0: Amazing, Chris, and, and you're you're modest in terms of uh, saying, oh, something like TikTok came along, and <laughs> you know I took advantage of it. Boy, boy, did you? Um, because I've seen what you're doing on TikTok, and and you look like a very successful brand ambassador, uh, influencer, uh, star to me. Um, and hey, I dabble on TikTok, but I'm like, why can't I do things like like Chris on TikTok? What is your secret? You you really have taken off on on TikTok. Am I am I right? And what is the secret to success there?
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, well, my secret, I would say, is just consistency. And everyone starts from zero, right? When I first started, I had no followers. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I invested in a lot of time. For one, I invest in a lot of coaching. I'm a big believer in just educating yourself, especially when it comes to um, starting a business and learning things like social media, learning from the best so that you can get to where you need to go faster. But for me, my success with TikTok came from just grinding it out. Like some days I was posting one to three times a day. And the reason why I did this was because it gave me a lot of room to test different types of content. Whereas if I were to only post once every couple of weeks, I don't have enough data to test and know what works and what doesn't so that I can duplicate and create more content that really works to help grow my account. So that was one thing. And also just really providing value to people. Um, When you look at my various different social media profiles, I'm not really talking a lot about me because I know that, especially within the industry that I'm in, it's a lot of just educating your audience, tutorials, showing them how to get from point A to Z and having that kind of structure with my content has really helped with the growth. Um, I have many months where I have exceeded, you know, well over a million views a month and it's just rapidly growing. So it's just doubling down on what works and listening, doing a lot of audience listening, because your audience really does tell you what they want to see from you. So listening to my audience and just creating the type of the type of content that they want to see so that I can continue to grow and reach more people.
0: Yeah, you're reaching if you're reaching a, a million or so viewers a month. That's absolutely incredible if you ask me. And I was formulating in in my mind a question while you were talking because I'm thinking, you know, I'm comparing myself to you and I'm saying, geez, Bob, you got a lot of work to do. I I pump out the content, but I do not have even even, uh, nowhere near (laughs) the amount of followers you have. Um, So we're gonna keep talking and one of those collaborations might be me asking you to help me get more of an audience. But I'm thinking, you know, Bob, you're not doing that bad. Chris is doing exceptionally you're doing okay there are people that as you said are just starting out meaning i might even be ahead of some people and those are the people just and i joke but those are the people just starting out and i hear because i do similar work you know that um a yes. different client base maybe and in, in, in a different way but we do kind of live parallel lives professional lives i try to tell people you got to, you know, like you said, start from square one. And it takes time, it takes a lot of work. And I see that you put into that work, you put that work into it, Chris, I see it. I mean, you work really hard. So it takes time, it takes hard work, it takes talent. But it's not rocket science, it's not brain surgery. I think, like you said, it's the consistency, it's the hard work. And formulating having a a strategy and it not being too complicated and I think you've nailed that and how do you get that across though to somebody who's literally starting with no followers and they're saying oh I'm gonna embarrass myself or oh you know because I don't have an audience and I'm just starting out and it's gonna take me like a year to get 100 followers what is your advice to those folks
1: Well, when you're starting from scratch, that's the best time, honestly, because that gives you the room to make the mistakes. My first videos were terrible. The lighting was awful. I looked crazy a lot of the times and I was able to get those mistakes out of the way. And then what started to happen was as I was consistently pumping out content and testing things, my audience began to grow. And then that's when Um, you know, less mistakes started to happen because I started to make them in the earlier stages when no one was watching anyways. And that is a piece of advice that I give to people all the time. And it's even advice that I've given to myself when I first started making content, because I am more of an introvert and sometimes putting myself out there, especially earlier on in my entrepreneurial journey. It was hard to talk on camera, be the only face that shows up in the video. But I realize that when you're first starting, no one's really watching anyways, Um, but then if you, no one's really watching. So even if you make a mistake, it's okay. It's all right. And you learn from it and then you start to get better and you should watch your content and look at ways that you can improve and also see, you know, what other people are doing, study your competitors, see what they're doing well, and see how you can apply that to your platform or your channel so that you can see similar results for yourself.
0: Yeah, I like to try to capture some quotes when I'm recording these podcasts and talking to my guest, Chris, and and I wrote down, when you're starting from scratch, that's the best time. And and you said something about, you know, you can make mistakes. And that is something, first of all, I should tell my students that about they're their not just for coming um, future professional journeys, but right now in school, you know, this is the time you can make mistakes. Don't worry about it. And I do tell them that. Um, But that is such good advice to someone jumping on social media that there's plenty of of room to make mistakes, especially in the beginning. No one's necessarily even watching. What I have realized over time personally is even if there are people watching, social media, as much as the headlines might say, the opposite. (laughs) I think social media can be very forgiving because what we put Mm -hmm. out there, there's so much content and no one is, even if you have a lot of viewers and they're paying attention, they're not going to, unless you're one of these big name celebrities and and you're heading in that direction, Chris, (laughs) people aren't going to, you know, come back at you, you know, with criticism and it, it, it's human to human and, Mm -hmm. and it's okay to, just be yourself. And it's okay to be candid and by being ourselves, you know, no one is perfect.
1: No one is perfect. And I mean, creating content, putting yourself out there, it takes a lot of courage, especially. It's it's you don't need a lot of experience to get started. What you really need is a phone, maybe a ring light to get started. And when you're in those beginning stages, not only do you get to make mistakes, but you get to, yep, yeah, <laughs> you get to test. You get to test a lot of different types of content, different topics, different formats, different transitions, whatever you want. You don't have to pigeonhole yourself and stick within one specific type of content. You can try different things because you really don't know what's going to take off yet. So the beginning stages are usually like the best and it's okay if you're not perfect because if you just continue to do the work, you'll get better and better. My videos that I put out now, and I'll never sit here and say, oh, I'm the best creator ever because I definitely don't think that. But when I look at how much I've grown from now to you know a few years ago, it's it's like night and day. So just if you continue to do to do the work, you'll get better anyways over time.
0: Yeah, again, consistency and hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, me saying it's not rocket science. I think these are some can, you know between you and me, we're nailing some of the um, the the mantra that that people need to have in their head if they they're, they're going to go at it like like you and I do, especially you on social media. <laughs> Um, and it's funny you joke, uh, or talk about your initial videos. Um, you know, I did some that I literally was reading off of a script that my, my wife would hold like cue cards and, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it looks so old school now and it wasn't all that long ago. So again, in a similar, but different way, I've, I've come a long way as well. Um, in terms of doing my videos, you have a style though, that I would love it if you could summarize, you know, how you put together your typical video and what works for you. And I I don't know if that means it would work for others, but you have learned, you said you've tested and learned. Um, and I've seen a lot of your videos on, on TikTok. And again, you're talking about the same type of things I talk about, but we talk about them in different ways. What is your, your, uh, video format or, or strategy or tactic that, that, in terms of how you put your videos together, how long does it take you Any any tools you'd use that you can share with us, etc.
1: Sure. So with videos on social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, especially even YouTube, you want to hook your audience in the first couple of seconds, you want to make it so that, you know, because Think about it like this when people are on their phones, they're scrolling, right? They're scrolling through TikTok, they're scrolling through Instagram. So you have to think, what's going to make this person stop and watch my video? And you really only have the first couple of seconds to get their attention to make them watch more. And if you can get that to get them to do that, the algorithm's going to love you, right? Because the algorithm wants to share that content, if they can see that people like it. So if people are watching it, if you have that watch time, so I make sure that I hook my audience within the first couple of seconds. And whenever I'm going into making videos, I make sure that they either entertain, educate, or just provide some type of value. Those are usually the best types of videos to create. And I usually make if I'm not doing a longer form video that would go on, for example, YouTube, my videos are usually between 30 to 45 seconds. or So I try not to make them too long. And what I do to remain consistent is on Mondays, usually I will outline the videos that I'm going to create for the week and then on Tuesday. And so outlining doesn't take long. It usually doesn't take more than an hour if I'm going to do maybe like six to eight or 10 videos and then I record on Tuesdays and that might take an hour and a half or so. I mean, minus the time to get me ready. So it's really only a couple hours a week and I batch create my content so that I don't have to stop and record and create content every other day. I just get it all done in a day or two so that I can just post. And there are scheduling tools out there like Planoly or Later.com that you can use to schedule your content. And I do my research on sites like AnswerThePublic.com to find trending questions that people have so that I can create content answering these questions. I also use social media to do my research. I look at topics that people are discussing or challenges or trends and see how I can implement those into my content strategy.
0: Boom. There you are yeah. listeners and watchers, um, viewers, the last three minutes, that answer from Chris is is your secret. Uh good luck pulling it off like like she does. <laughs> Chris <laughs> does it so so well, but she's worked hard at it. So viewers and 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 listeners, it I say there's your your secret strategy as shared by Chris Bryant but you have to put in the time she and I both know that you have to be consistent and that is probably that you know that's the asterisk if you will on the answer Chris just gave to my question how do you do it she told you how to do it but you're not Chris Bryant listeners and viewers neither am I um but you can emulate you can uh take what she has bottled and and emulate um just do that hard work I have found that that you know social media to build a following to to crack the code to get the love from algorithm as you kind of sort of put it um it's time and hard work and consistency learning by doing and responding like you say to trends and watching what your competitors do I mean this is in taught in in classes that I teach it's I was going to say it's in textbooks but not necessarily because a lot of it is so new I I tell my students they're digital natives they've grown up with this in their hands and um they don't realize necessarily what a big game changer the phone the smartphone is in terms of marketing in terms of communications what you know just using the phone If you had none of these other tools, Chris, so this is a very extemporaneously thought through and not thought through all that deeply question for you, just using the phone. If I said, could you put a video together in the next hour and put it up on TikTok without any other tools, could you?
1: just without just my phone and nothing else. That's all I use. (laughs) That's all I use. It's all I use. I invested in a camera a little while back and it kind of overcomplicated things, but for vertical video. So the videos that just look like this, I use my phone. I record it on my phone and I just upload it directly to TikTok or Instagram. And also TikTok has this really cool feature. Instagram does too, where you can record directly within the app. And then if you're not ready to post it, you can just save it as a draft. I think, I don't know if you remember the story that I told in the class where uh, when I first started really getting serious about creating content, I would, you know, pump out my content, record it. And then there was this one video that I didn't post for like two months because I didn't like how I looked and I felt like people were going to judge me. So I let that video sit in my drafts (laughs) in TikTok for like two months. And then when I ran out of stuff to post, I'm like, all right, I guess (laughs) I'll just post this video. And no lie, within 24 hours, it got like almost 300,000 views and it changed the trajectory of my life. So you don't need a lot of tools and you know extra stuff to to get started at least or to even start seeing some success online
0: another highlight part of your highlight reel or part of this episode of my podcast highlight reel um is that answer i mean you know first of all just the phone you don't need anything (laughs) fancy bells whistles to all you folks asking me and and chris and all the other Uh, social media professionals out there, what are the tools you use and how much do I have to invest in? No, you got a smartphone, just get at it, (laughs) get Mm -hmm. after it. Um, And also do not be afraid because here you had, and you and I, listen, we face a lot of, you know, it can be intimidating doing a podcast like this, looking at ourselves on Zoom and knowing we got one take because I told you, I don't want to have to edit this. (laughs) (laughs) We got one shot, and we're going to put this up for the world to see. There can be a lot of pressure for people. But if you do it over and over, you get used to it. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes you comfortable. And you also, again, you learn how to do it. You learn what works best. You learn little things without a big budget, without, you know, a lot of bells and whistles Um, might help you build a better, bigger audience. Hey, I'm going to slightly segue because we haven't talked about the name of your company and how cool that is and your website crush it with chris so you do crush it and you came up with a great name what's the the genesis of that name if you will
1: my mom actually helped me come up with that name she's probably when i show her this interview she's gonna smile gonna be like oh she mentioned <laughs> me but i um i was under a different name at one point and i knew i wanted to just just start all over um and then I was just like, I want to help people really just catapult, you know, online and really just take off and and build a rock solid social media following. And then I just want to help people crush it online. And my mom was like, what about crush it with Chris? And then when we went back and forth about it and I did some research and then I learned that the that sound is very catchy. So I was like, you know what? It has a nice ring to it. And it just describes and embodies exactly what I want to help business owners and content creators do, which is just crush it, like crush it online, reach people that you might not have ever been, been able to reach otherwise in person, but you can do it online and just really crush it. So that's really just where it came from. And it kind of stuck. And I get people that give me compliments on it from time to time. So I'm happy that <laughs> we went with that name for the business. Yeah.
0: Kudos props to your mom. Uh, (laughs) So I'm sure she's super, super proud of you, Chris. And, and, and you should uh, be happy that I'm sure you are that, that she helped you with that name, crush it with Chris, because you do crush it and you practice what you preach. You, if, if people look at what you're doing, they see that, Hey, she doesn't just talk to talk. She walks the walk. And, and I've always believed in that. I've worked in the marketing industry for an awful long time. And I, I've always been slightly skeptical of my fellow marketers and not that there's that many of them out there, but there are a few, a small percentage. You don't necessarily do what they teach or do what Mm -hmm. they're consulting in or do what they're selling. So, you know, they may not like email at all. They may not like social media at all. They may not like direct mail at all and, and even talk disparagingly about it yet. That's what they're selling. That's what they're doing for their clients so I love I've always been partial and more favorable have I looked more favorably upon people who do what they preach and because then you know they really love it they have a passion for it like yourself
1: thank you thank you yeah it's so important to just love what you do and and practice what you preach so I mean and that was one of the reasons why I woke up one day and I just said, you know what? I have to make a change. I have this experience in sales. I'm grateful for it. I've had some really wonderful opportunities that I've been able to take advantage of. And I am even able to use sales like my sales skills in my business because I still have to hop on sales calls sometimes and and all that good stuff. But I knew that my main interest and what I wanted to pursue and help people with was social media marketing. It was the thing that I couldn't shut up about and I could talk to people about all the time. And yes, I do practice what I preach. I have to test things myself in order to be able to give advice and help other business owners and creators maximize social media so it's so important to like you said practice what you preach
0: yeah and and as you say that you know i'm i'm thinking i'm hearing that it's something i said to you when you spoke to my my classes my students that i see you as a really really accomplished business person not just a creative person and I think that means, you know, you got both the left brain and the right brain um, yeah. going on um, on your behalf. And that's not something everybody, you know, you're you're good with sales. You, you're good with that hard work. You're good with realizing you got to monetize what you're doing. And a lot of people I have seen, and frankly, I think I'm a little bit like this. I'm more predominantly creative right side. And so they may do great. exemplary exemplary creative Mm -hmm. work but they're not too sure of how to monetize it how to find the audience how to grow the audience you do both well the creative and the business side
1: yeah I wasn't always like that especially when I was in the corporate world I it was kind of like a hobby right where I would like oh I just grew my Instagram to 13,000 or 12, whatever it is. And it's like, all right, that's great. But I'm I'm not making any money off of it. I knew how to do the creative side. But then once I knew, okay, I'm stripping this job away, this won't be something that I'll have anymore to put money in my account. And it's hard. It's hard balancing a full-time job and making content and taking care of your personal life and, and having a good balance with everything. But I had to learn, okay, if this is going to be my business. And if I'm going to help people with this, I have to people want to know how to make money. And I want to know how to make money. So I learned a variety of different skills from pitching myself to get brand sponsorships to get companies that will pay me to make video content for them, or to pitch myself to get social media management or consulting clients. Um, So there's marketing and outreach and sales, there's A lot of those different components that are involved. And I just had to have the mindset that I I have to know and understand how to do these things because no one else is going to come and bail me out and pay my bills. So um, I, I just had to learn. And being a creator, there are so many different avenues that you can monetize and make money. And when I did start this journey, I started with like one income stream. And then it just led to other people seeing me and saying, Hey, you know, how much for this? And it went from like one income stream to like three or four income streams. And I think in the new year, I might have an extra two or so income streams. It's just, it can be very lucrative. Once you decide what you're, what you want to do and you realize what your strengths are. I know for me, video content and just strategy behind social media are my strengths and what I can really use to monetize, um so yeah there there are so many different ways but my advice for the people that do want to really monetize their social media or their content is to invest in coaching look who you admire and and see how you can learn from those people there's a lot of free educational information out there. There's YouTube, there's Google, there's Facebook groups, but there's also coaches that you can work with one-on-one that can show you, guide you so that you can eliminate some of the pitfalls that come with um, trying to monetize your social media or your business online. Just working with the best, working with people who can just show you, all right, these are the steps that you need to take to collaborate with brands and um, and you don't even need to have a huge social media following either to make money. I mean, user-generated content is another thing that I do, which is my social media following's not involved at all. I'll just pitch to brands and say, "Hey, I can create content. My videos convert, and they will pay me to create X amount of videos for them." And you just and it just adds up, and that is completely eliminating my social media following. And that was important for me because if my social media pages were to ever get hacked or taken away or whatever, TikTok were to go out of business, well, there goes a stream of income. So with user-generated content, you can just create videos for, for companies and just completely take out your social media and they can use your content that you're providing them with to run ads behind them or put them on their own websites or social media and it's just like a new like very lucrative thing right now
0: yeah there's another like you say multiple income streams if you're going to do this you probably can't rely on necessarily one only path to success you, you can have several going at the same time concurrently and in the ugc for, for folks who, who don't know, that's user-generated content, and you're creating that on behalf of the brands who are mm-hmm. paying you for that is what you're telling me, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Correct, yep. And you don't need a social media following at all. So if you are a beginner, that is a great way to start making money right off the bat. You create a portfolio, showcase your work, what you're capable of, and reach out to these brands. There's so many brands that need content and it's so lucrative like it's ridiculous how lucrative it is because a lot of these companies they have people that come to the office but they are not skilled at making video content so then they have to scour the internet and find people who can make content because that is what is really taking off right now people want to see, consumers want to see real people oh, when yeah. they're scrolling through their feeds so now companies are hip to that and realizing hey we need to get some creators to make some content using our products talking about our products doing testimonials or what have you and you can make money off that
0: you know that's the beauty of social media it's the authenticity the the transparency the immediacy and brands and businesses a lot of them sure have finally caught up and learned and are starting to act on those learnings but there are some that still are dangerously far behind in in even understanding the basic principles of social media but but what you're saying I agree with I talk about all the time I I witnessed the the transformation of marketing from you know where Everyone believed what you said or what you told them to do or asked them to do in an ad, for instance, to no one believes anything anymore. There's no trust. So, you need to, as a brand or business, if you're going to succeed at marketing, at advertising, you ideally are having people who are real people, not necessarily paid actors, Mm -hmm. who your audience can believe, who your audience can trust. And those Real people are talking, you know, honestly, they're not necessarily being paid to say exactly what the brand or the business tells them to say they're giving their real honest feedback or real Mm -hmm. honest testimonial on behalf of the brand or, or business is that do you agree with that.
1: I do agree. I do agree. They're giving testimonials. They can do unboxings. Just, you know, the company sends you a package with the product in it, and you literally record unboxing the product and just going, woo, look at this, or (laughs) showing you how to use the products. I personally do more of uh, content for service based or uh, businesses or um, information services or software or apps that. That's more along the lines of what I create content for, but the beauty space, fashion, lifestyle, all that is huge too. It just you just pick what you want to do, what you want to create content around, and you find those brands and you work with them.
0: Boom. Great, great advice, Chris. Um, let's I want to ask you, you you talk about coaching and 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 learning from others. I don't think you've mentioned anyone necessarily specifically. Can you mention somebody? who you look at and emulate or or have learned from whether you know that person or not who do you think is is also crushing it maybe not as well as you crush it that's impossible <laughs> or or like you crush it cuz you are unique in how you crush it but but who is crushing it also out there to a degree that that you look up to
1: There are a lot of people that I look up to. There isn't really just one person, but Gary Vaynerchuk is someone that really inspires me. Mm -hmm. He is just unapologetically him. And he just, you can tell he genuinely just wants to provide value to people and educate. I like Mel Robbins. Um, There's a, a woman, King Ashley Ann, who is amazing. She inspired me a lot to really, Um, just start my business online. She crushes it with um, monetizing Instagram and social media and digital products. Um, And I watch a lot of, I I like to learn. So I, I watch a lot of educational stuff on YouTube from various different creators. There are so many talented people who provide some great advice that you can then apply to your own business in life. So I think just online in general, I find in Facebook groups, I find a lot of information from people.
0: And it's funny that you do mention Gary V because I also, I guess there are a lot of people, obviously, who who look up to him and watch him and who he inspires Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. And you mentioned Mel Robbins, you know, my wife and I are fans of hers. We used to listen to her on the radio, you know, uh, quite a while ago. She was on the radio. I mean, like maybe 20 years ago on and it might have been terrest- terrestrial radio, not not satellite radio. And it might have even been before the internet. That's how long um I think she's been around. But she really is strong and and inspirational and successful at what she does. And and I'm I'm glad to hear you mentioning her.
1: Oh, she's amazing. I subscribe to a lot of her stuff on YouTube and on TikTok and all of that because I find her very inspirational and motivating. And she talks a lot about the mindset, which the mindset is so important. And I didn't realize that until, you know, I became an entrepreneur, how important mindset is, because, you know, you have to have confidence, you have to be determined as you know what to just set aside all of the negativity in your mind and just find a way to be successful in your business and really not listen to those negative thoughts so her content really resonates with me and she is definitely someone that i admire and when i found out that she was from massachusetts i was like oh my goodness (laughs) that made me like her even more so she's awesome
0: that's what i'm saying chris i think she was on boston radio years ago you have to look i didn't that know that yeah yeah and i think that's where we listened to her on on boston radio back in the day and she has continued to to climb and evolve and succeed in a big big she's way she's a powerhouse I mean, yeah. yeah she's so good.
1: inspiring and she like i strive to hopefully be somewhere where she's at you know in a few years because she's she's doing you know the public speaking, the the book, the the books, and just really motivating people to become a better version of themselves. And I love that about her.
0: Just remember me when your shows are sold out, <laughs> and I'm trying to get a ticket. Okay, remember, <laughs> remember the old guy who interviewed you on his podcast back in the day.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> never forget um, about you.
0: No, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm joking, but you're going to be extremely. You already are um successful you you, because you remind me of her and and again I've I've watched her journey and I feel very lucky um happy and honored to be um witness to your journey um and so speaking of um we we talk about your journey you've come a long long way I know uh, it's one of the last few questions I'm going to ask you just so you can um and, and anyone listening or watching can can have a time check you, when you talk to my students, I don't know if it's possible. You shared like six steps uh, to personal branding. Is there a way to, to summarize that? And, you know, not quite so long as we took going <laughs> over in, in the classroom. I mean, what are those six steps or what are yeah, a few of them that are very, very important? Um, sure. What is personal branding? And that may be the last big question, if you will, then just a few more short answer type questions to end and wrap things up in a few minutes.
1: Sure. So yeah, when I talk about building a personal brand, it's what you want to be known for, what people know you as and your reputation. It's the messaging that you put out there, the kind of content you put out there. So the the steps that I took to build my personal brand and how I help my coaching clients is, you know, figure out your objective for one, like what do you want to accomplish with your personal brand? figure out what makes you unique and, you know, you don't want to be like everyone else because you will become faceless if you are just copying everyone and providing value to your audience. You want people to come back to you for more and more and more information. And if you are providing value to people, then it goes a long way and it really helps with building that loyal fan base, that loyal audience. If you are genuinely helping people and coming from, a good place. And also the uh, the fact that you need to be really consistent and have a content strategy in place. That is one of the most important things um, out of anything on the list, actually, because if you are not showing up for your audience, you'll miss out on so many opportunities. And just like we talked about earlier during our discussion, you know, when you're first starting out, no one's watching, right? And it can be difficult to be consistent or to always show up because you feel like what's the point no one's watching but your your business your brand can change just like that just like the story i told you with the video that sat in my drafts for two months and then i was like all right let me just post it and then it got like three hundred thousand views and then out of nowhere so you want to be prepared you want to have a content strategy in place and you also want to take the steps to protect your your brand, protect your identity. So uh, getting a domain, so mine, crushitwithchris.com and you can buy a couple. They're so cheap to get domains, like 10, 12 bucks for the year, just so that you can put your face out there and prevent other people from impersonating you and just securing those domains, securing your domain, your usernames, your usernames on social media, so that people can't beat you to the punch and use those names. So securing that so that as your brand grows, you are securing those names and you have them for yourselves. And then the the final step is really, once you have been consistent, you know who your audience is, you're showing up for them, and you're growing, getting lots of engagement, then you can look to start monetizing your personal brand. And you can monetize in so many different ways. You can We talked a little bit about pitching directly to brands and brands will come to you so you can get inbound stuff. You can sell your products and services, whether they be digital products or if you have a storefront and you can use social media to insert your links and your bios and drive traffic to your products and services, whatever it is that you want to monetize. But the opportunities are endless when you create a brand for yourself.
0: Chris, yeah, that's great summary of of uh the steps required to become a personal brand. And you know, we were talking about Mel Robbins and, and Gary V. I mean, they they've done it and they're in the stratosphere. Look at them now and and look at you now. You're you're heading in that direction. And we've agreed it's gonna take a lot of work for people and consistency and, and commitment, et cetera. But it's not rocket science, people. It's not brain surgery. You can do it if you want to, but you have to be willing to work as hard as Chris Bryant has up to this point and will be, I am sure of that. Although I hope in the future you can uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor, if you will. And I'm sensing you're going to be able to, um, because those fruits are going to be abundant, um, if you will, the, the rewards, the joys. Of of everything you've accomplished, uh, you'll you'll you're going to have a lot of celebrating um, in the future um, in terms of everything you've accomplished. Uh, you know, it's so so impressive. You have a great portfolio now, Chris, but it's only going to get larger, more robust, more um, rewarding for you, I'm sure.
1: Thank you. It is, and you know, I'm finding that. And and honestly, what I really love about marketing and social media, especially, is you get what you put into it. And it may not mm-hmm. be something that, you know, you see the results 24 hours later or even a month later. But, you know, what I've been able to accomplish, you know, in a few months or even a year on some of my social media platforms And it's just like, wow, all right, that that this is the moment, you know, this is I'm starting to see, you know, and and that's why I always remind people to just be patient as an entrepreneur. I've had so many lessons that I've learned from, you know, really being patient, not to be too hard on yourself and and definitely not to perfect everything because it's just never going to be perfect just put your best self out there that you can put out there and and just continue to do that and you will be rewarded down the line if you just continue to do the work
0: yeah and in different ways i i've i've realized that and it has been some fruits of my labor that i've been able to enjoy after you know 35 plus years in marketing um the book i wrote 20 jobs 20 lessons i i talk about all that the you know, again, I was around for 20 years in the business before social media. And then, you know, this came around and you know, the phone and and I embraced technology and, and social media and, and thankfully um did and thankfully it had come around because it changed my professional career and, and my personal life because social media is transformative and, and some people again, I've alluded to it, businesses, brands, people in general haven't taking full advantage of it and it, it being left dangerously far behind if you mm-hmm. do take advantage of it like like you're doing like I have to a degree like Gary Vee, like Mel Robbins, you know there's other skills that are involved public speaking and 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 entrepreneurship and and the confidence it takes but embracing digital communication, social media, technology, mm-hmm. the smartphone, just the smartphone <laughs> in and of itself you can go so far. And yeah. and the people you cite are examples. And again, I'm witnessing, I know um, someone, and that's you, Chris, at the uh, early stage of um, taking off as an entrepreneur, as a success story. So I'm very proud to have had you as a guest today on my podcast. I thank you so, so much.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here. And I appreciate you so much for this opportunity and to, you know, just get to know you more and you know, speak to your audience. It means a lot.
0: Thanks again. I want to close by letting people, if you don't mind, know how they can find you to connect with you on social media or however else.
1: Sure. So the best way to reach me is at um I'm happy to give my email. It's just hello at crushitwithchris.com. And it's Chris with a K, so K-R-I-S, hello at crushitwithchris.com. Or you can find me on social media if you just want to follow me at crush it with Chris. And that's on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube.
0: Thanks to Chris Bryant. Thank you, Chris. You are crushing it. You're a great example of how to crush it on social media and in business. This has been Bob Cargill's Marketing Show with Chris Bryant, very very special guest today. My podcast entering, about to enter, or, or about to put in the rearview mirror five years of being in business, um, about thirty episodes or so. Thank you, Chris. Away from two hundred episodes, um, but who's counting? And I love doing this podcast, and you just witnessed. Uh, the biggest reason why i love doing this podcast and as i meet such exceptional people like chris and and get to know them i've told people doing a podcast you have these deep one-on-one conversations that you i honestly don't think we take the time in general people don't mm-hmm. yeah to have and and so this has been awesome ridiculously awesome chris um thank you again
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: and yeah so everybody chris bryant uh applause applause And this has been Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you watching. However you are consuming Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, I appreciate you. Stay happy, healthy, safe, and sound. And I will be talking to you. I will be seeing you, or hopefully you'll be seeing me. You will (laughs) (laughs) on this podcast again in the near future, sometime very, very, very soon. Thanks, everybody.